0: Justice, peace, the pot, this new is advised. Here is no opener. different opener for Friday. Well, you are listening to another episode of the Justice and the Peace podcast. Today's date is Friday, September 30th. The time now is 643 and I appreciate you fucking with me. Listener discretion was advised at the top of the show. I do use foul language and I do have a potty mouth. If you stick around long enough, you shall be able to decipher the difference happy friday motherfuckers happy motherfucking friday i hope <clears throat> excuse me excuse me i hope all is well with everyone who 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 this podcast is who this podcast reaches good morning good afternoon good evening and good night One of those four things may apply to you depending on what time this podcast reaches you. I cannot say it enough. I hope that it does reach you in a great place, in a fine space. It's Friday, peoples. It's Friday. Yeah, I say it all the time. You get to smoke, you smoke. You get to drink, you drink, you know. I hope everyone has a a fun Friday night. I really do. Genuinely. Me, on the other hand, excuse me, me, on the other hand, I won't be doing shit. Nothing at all. Nothing in particular, at least um, as I look at my Palm Pilot, that I can see is on the schedule. Today's podcast is going to be about the Jeffrey Dahmer docuseries. And uh, I said I was going to do this a couple of days ago, but hey, you know, shit happens. Life, life goes on. Whatever. We're here now. So let me go ahead and dive right in. But before I do that, yeah, I got to take some personal security precautions. Yeah, personal s- uh, 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 security precautions. No, that's not it. That's not it. Wrong button. Wrong button. Um, I must issue flowers to my mother page. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I miss you, mama. I love you. And this podcast, in particular, is dedicated to my mother and also the victims of that monster of Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, I said I was going to do this podcast a few days ago, and I'm actually glad that I didn't. Because I see so many people so far removed from this kind of situation talking. People who have no understanding of what this really is. You see, it's not just a story. It's not just a story. This isn't just something that they keep sensationalizing and and putting on replay, just like they do slavery. Now, these are not the same things. But there is traumatic experiences and traumatic hurt behind the telling of these stories. It it it, it does something to individuals. <clears throat> Excuse me. In particular, individuals like me. Now, of course, slavery was some some and people can make parallels easily. I can see the parallel, a white man, you know, murdering black people and all that other shit, but this is different. This is something that is more um recent. This is something and 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 the more that the more and more I try to separate the two, I mean, there's there's an argument that could be made just with words that it was a prophetization off of the murdering of black people, but this is not the same. I cannot say that enough. The only thing that is the same is the imagery of brutality and and, and, and the normalization of how we basically um, de- degrade someone else to make ourselves feel better. I mean, there's a lot of shit that is there, but at the same time, when it comes to serial killers, I mean serial killers in our time now in this time era this is much different and with the Jeffrey Dahmer thing you know there has been numerous series numerous movies numerous documentaries before I before I started recording I seen that somebody had said I'm the one who broke the Jeffrey Dahmer story let's know what I got to say let's know what Netflix got wrong This right here is something completely different. And I say that because the only reason that you hear my voice right now is because of what this media does. Now, I was minding my motherfucking business uh, a few years ago, maybe two, two and a half years ago. uh, Cooking something in the kitchen, just minding my fucking business, and one of my kids came home and said, Dad, you're trending on Instagram. I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. They directed me as I am going to direct you to the Macramento, Sacramento with the M, the Macramento Archives. On the Macramento's Archives uh, page, feed, you know, whatever it is that you call on their gram, they had aired an interview that I had done 10, 12 years before that. So when I, now I, Lost this interview. I had it on a CD. I gave it to someone to watch. They, they didn't know what it was because they didn't watch it. So I presume that they threw, the inter- they, they, they threw the fucking interview away. Because I, when I asked for the interview for the CD back, they didn't even know what the fuck I was talking about. Thank God for the internet. But like I said, the, my kids came home and they had told me that I was trending on Instagram be- behind the story with my mom. And what they were doing at the time was the news was doing like an update on Morris Solomon. And if you don't know who Morris Solomon is, please stop the podcast right now. And then start it right back up. Don't, don't ever stop the podcast when I'm talking. Are you crazy? Are you? This is justice and the peace. Come on, you don't stop the pod. But now, Morris Solomon, a notoriously, notoriously known Fucking serial serial killer out here in Sacramento, in the Oak Park area, in the early 80s. Now, this motherfucker was a diabolical individual. There is, I have shit, not shit, I have the transcripts of the court case that happened. I have evidence and all kinds of other shit, not evidence, I have, you know, a a bunch of paperwork that a lot of people, that the general public doesn't have pertaining to this motherfucking monster. And what he did to people, especially uh, uh, what he did to prostitutes, was some of the most craziest shit I've ever read in my fucking life. Now, it's I've always expressed on this podcast about how my childhood shaped and formed not only the way that it is that I think, but the way that it is that I observe, the way that it is that I'm able to move throughout this world the way that it is that I move. And you know, uh, the more and more I talk about it, the more I have to fucking kind of bite my tongue. But, But when this started trending and they started reviving the myth of Morris Solomon, I kind of went into a rabbit hole, and, and I say kind of, I really went into a fucking rabbit hole. And, and, and when I did that, I found out that there are outlets for shit like this. They sell calendars with serial killers on them. You know, it's fun when it's Chucky and Michael Myers and Freddy and Pinhead and, you know, Pumpkinhead and, and all of those, the Texas Chainsaw Mass- Massacre. Fictional characters, right, without any real tangible victims there. All of those guys who I just now named right now, Freddy and Chucky, all of the people in their movies are fake. We can easily know when we turn on Chucky that there is not a doll running around killing people. And I hope there's not a doll running around killing people in the future. When this, If you're listening to this shit in the future, God, I hope there's not a little fucking AI doll that's murdering motherfuckers but anyway we know when we turn that shit on that it's fake and some of us can find a little bit of pleasure not even uh 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 we i can find pleasure watching those movies even though the situation with my mom actually happened i can find pleasure because i know that it is fake but when it comes to these traumatic events that have not only happened to the victims of these serial killers, but the PTSD, the 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 the, the emptiness of of the, the outpouring of, of of tears, you know, you, you deal with these things on your own and you still are expected to show up in life and perform. And I'm not going to lie to you, it's not always easy. It's defi- it definitely doesn't make it any easier when you see a network take grasp to someone that you love and then re-murder them again for profit. And it doesn't just happen. If your brain, my brain works in such of a way to where it didn't just happen once. Every single time that that shit is played, it's happening again and again and again. So it can be very, very traumatic to some people, angering to most. For me, I got very enraged when I found out that this is what they were gonna do, was going to run another story about my mom and just label her a prostitute. As if in she was not a daughter. As if in she was not a sister. As if in she was not my mother. She was just a piece of meat On the fucking street that's exactly how I felt and I contacted the news and I let them know that I would grant an interview I invited my brothers they were unable to show up for this interview so I did the interview alone and when I did that interview I was hoping for some outreach from the community something some kind of help to get me to see more Solomon and it was a very very quick realization that not even the news media wanted that i interfered i intervened in a story that they already had written and the only reason that they had granted me access to even interview was for the simple fact of the backlash that might come if i was to open my mouth and say that i didn't have that opportunity to say my piece about my mom you know and 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 now that i think you know more and more on the situation that had occurred had occurred during that interview when 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 the interviewer showed up, Mr Warren showed up, he's a very nice guy, very kind we were we were cool and everything, and of course he has a boss he has something that he's told to do and all this other shit, but I have no shade against him. I have no shade against the 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 news who 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 put that story up. What I have shade against is that. You treat these stories like they are not real. This Netflix series is a real, it is loose history, as I like to call it. The events that happened in that, that series, as heinous as they may be, as brutal as they may be, it is something that needs to be reminded to humans what we are capable of. And when I say we, I ain't never thought about cutting nobody up and boiling them and doing no crazy shit, or, or like Moore Solomon, and he did some crazy ass shit. I'll just tell you a quick story about the motherfucker who's accused of killing my mom. I, I don't even know if I got the paperwork right here, but I can tell. I, I would say it off the, right off the top of my head. But it wouldn't do right. It wouldn't be right. So, uh, this guy Moore Solomon, you know, he killed. He killed a lot of people. And the people, he only was charged with one murder. But there were so many bodies that were not found. My mother was one of those bodies who was not found. And this motherfucker was actually arrested on my birthday in 1987, I believe. 1986, 1987. He was arrested on, yeah, my birthday, April 22nd, Earth Day. So when we see these images and shit, it becomes normalized right you you know uh and, and I'm just give me a second I'm trying to trying to locate this thing real quick uh all right I got it I got it right here when we see these images on tv it normalizes the brutality it normalizes you know uh murdering and then when you find out that you can live beyond your grave through calendars comics books tv series movies docu-series, all of that shit, it's almost, uh, it almost incentivizes the crazy to become immortal. It just does. Now, I didn't necessarily know that all of this shit was going on when I did that interview. But like I said, after, after I did that and I started looking into this, this shit just a little bit more, I realized how deep this culture of murder goes in this country. I've never been over to one of my, 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 my brothers' and my sister's houses, and I'm not meaning uh, 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 black. I'm not meaning just blood. I'm just saying m- black. I've never been over to—you'll to, never go over to a black person's house and see a fucking calendar with Jeffrey Dahmer hanging on it or, 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 or uh, uh, not Ted Kaczynski, Wayne Gacy, the, uh, John Wayne Gacy. The, the clown killer. You'll never see that shit at a black person's house. You'll only see that shit usually at a a Caucasian person's house, from my belief. And my belief system could be completely wrong. But anyway, let me, really, let, let me read to you something that's written down for general public consumption, if you have the stomach. It says, Melissa was a prostitute with a $300 a day heroin, ha- heroin habit. Although Melissa had once smoked cocaine with the defendant in his car, he had repeatedly she had repeatedly rebuffed his attempt his attempts to date her, telling him she did not date black men in early June of nineteen eighty six several weeks before the discovery of johnson's body Johnson's body, which would be Yolanda Johnson, I believe. The defendant grabbed Melissa by the neck as she entered the back door of a vacant apartment where she often brought her clients. At knife point, defendant directed Melissa to disrobe and to get in the bed. He hit her in the face with his fist and then a table leg. He forced her to orally copulate him after binding Melissa's wrist behind her back with a piece of leather. leather, The defendant sodomized, orally copulated and raped her. At one point, the defendant placed a sock in Melissa's mouth, which muffled her screams. Then, to prevent her from getting up, he tied her feet to the foot of the bed with an electrical cord and ran, that ran up her body and encircled her neck. Oh, my God. After five hours, the defendant fled through the back door when Melissa's boyfriend-slash-pimp started knocking on the doors and the windows, yelling, for her to open up. Melissa fa- Melissa's boyfriend found Melissa wrapped in a quilt, bound, gagged, and bleeding from her nose, mouth, and vaginal area. I mean, this really happened. This is something that really happened. And my mother was involved with the guy who was, Capable of doing something like that not only to another human being but to a woman These fucking monsters exist and I hate to say as much As I do not like them glorifying What it is that we see and I don't think it's glorification at all because when we get to the end of this podcast or some kind of Way, I'll find a way to link link in what it is that I think should happen when we see things like this happen on TV We shouldn't be outraged. We should definitely understand that there are fucking Looney Tunes out in this world. We should definitely have our antennas up around strangers. We should have our antennas up uh, most of the time. You never know what the fuck is going to happen around you. You just never know. Unless you got enough money to where you can create an environment and control the temperature and all that other shit. You really cannot control what the fuck is going on around you you are at mercy of the elements especially if you live in an urban environment an urban neighborhood i completely disagree with anyone calling for this movie to be pulled down off of netflix what i am asking for is that all of the family members just like in the docuseries get a portion of the motherfucking proceeds now, every single time that these stories come out, people seem and find a way to profit. They write books, they write magazines, they make movies, these little fucking docu-series. And then they pad their pockets and then they walk off into the little fucking gated community and they look for another uh, a horror story to profitize. Now, if you want to come up with your own clown killers and you want to come up with your own serial killers, don't loosely base it around fucking history because i promise you i fucking promise you one person may not hurt the same way that another person hurts and one person will be willing to admit to you just like i am right now that it does bother them and another person will not be able to admit to you that it does but people have egos and they don't want to shake those egos up they don't want to test their egos. They don't want to feel like, they don't want to feel vulnerable again because you're powerless in the situation when someone removes a loved one from your life. You are completely powerless. You don't get to say, I love you. You don't get to say goodbye. You don't get to say so many things that you feel and think about that person. But when Netflix monetizes the heinous acts of a fucking looney tune and i'm gonna stop calling him looney tunes because i like the looney tunes um of a fucking murderer a psychopath a narcissist when they're prophetizing off of that what exactly does that make them is there a term for someone who prophetizes off of someone's hurt i'm pretty sure someone somewhere at some time Knows exactly what the fuck it is that I'm talking about. There has to be a word for this. I mean, is it emotional slavery? It's not physical slavery. I mean, because you're constantly making us who have lived through these situations go back through that emotional roller coaster once again. That's simply the fact of the matter. But me, I've been dealing with my shit for so goddamn long since I was five, six. I've been dealing with my shit and had to work through it and this and that. Everyone does not come out on the other end all right. I can deal with watching these things. My proposal is as long as you make them, you chip the families off. You inform the families that this is what you're doing. You give grace to these victims. And I don't give a fuck what their profession was because it does not matter what you do in life professionally. That should not be why it is that your life is important. Everybody's life is important, period. It's just that simple. And I'm not using no all colors, no black lives, none of that shit. If we just remove all of that shit and say we were all gray people, just all gray people and impartial, you know, the, 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 so silver, silver lining in the clouds. Let's just say everybody was gray, like the gray aliens or whatever. And somebody killed another fucking, uh one gray killed another gray just horribly. You couldn't use black and white. You couldn't, use, it. it would just be what it is that happened, what that person had done. They keep doing this shit and the families keep suffering. And then you got racist people who harness this shit It's just so divisive to put it out and then not to make the families inclusive on what it is that you plan to do with the legacy of a loved one who was stripped from someone else's family. I find it completely irresponsible. You know, uh, it's completely irresponsible. They are willing to move mountains for this LGBTQ shit, but unwilling to, to understand that before you figure out who it is that you want to fuck and suck and do all that other shit, you're a human being. You're a kid. You have life. You have unlimited possibilities with this existence that is solely yours. This is your life. But I don't believe that it is cool for anybody to profit off of trauma the way that I see this shit cracking down right now. In the Jeffrey Dahmer thing, there is so, I'm gonna just leave that right there and I might come back to it. We need to receive profitization off of the hurt, off of the monetization of this shit that has happened to us. Of course you did not commit the murders. Of course we understand that. I do, I completely get it. But at the same time, you plan to write dialogue that you cannot verify. You plan to create situations that may not have occurred. And people are very, very naive, stupid, and over... uh, uh, What is it? Uh, uh, Overworked, underpaid. They don't have the capacity to search out every single one of these situations that it is that you have presented to the public as archival history. So at least... In your prophetization, keep in mind that there are families who have, who, 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 these are, these are loved ones. This is, this is, these people who, who got murdered, these people who are no longer with us, who are silent, they had families, they had friends, they had wants, they had needs, they had dreams, they had nightmares, they had every single makeup. Of the same DNA that's in you, that was in them, and some fucking bastard took it away from them. You know, it's it's terrible. It's a terrible thing that this is how some people choose to make money in this life. But it's a reality, and as and as long as it is, and reality, we need to address the simple fact of the matter that it's wrong. It's just completely wrong. No one, no one should ask for boycotting of this. We need to ask for the payout. It's that simple. Netflix got the money. They could pay those people. They could easily pay those people. They already paid the actors and everybody else and everything to get the shit shot. All of the proceeds that come behind that after it, after it hits their streaming service, I think that they should have some money to definitely give to the family members that suffered from this horrific motherfucking monster. But yeah, um, I'm going to let my personal beliefs of how I think it is that they should handle, you know, uh, uh, boycotting and all that other shit, just go ahead and pay the families out. Um, The Dahmer series, for me personally, as brutal as it may be, as, as as ugly of a fucking person Jeffrey Dahmer was. I can greatly appreciate the simple fact that the guy who played him, he did a hell of a job. There was a lot of mannerisms there. If you go back and look at some of the footage... Now, I don't have a problem going back and looking at things. Like I said, I'm already involved in the serial killer's case. So, and I've gone through great pains to understand what makes somebody do that kind of shit. Because I know... When I found out what type of motherfucker that Morris Solomon was, I knew that I could do some very, very terrible shit. I, I, I was thinking of some very, very terrible shit if I was ever to get my hands on that motherfucker, senior citizen or not. I don't give a fuck. Uh, uh, but yeah, the, the, the Dahmer series, the Dahmer series to me, it was, it was shot beautifully. Um, Nisi Nash, um, people calling for the boycott of this You're leaving out the simple fact that Niecy Nash carries that show. She just does. If you haven't seen it, watch it. I'm not telling people not to watch it. If you have a weak stomach, don't watch it. But Niecy Nash, she carries the series. In in every single scene that I was, whenever she entered the scene, uh, 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 of what was going on, on in the show, on the show, however you want to put it. It was just something there. Like, she literally gave off the, the the, and I hate to say energy because everybody wants to talk about energies and vibes and all that other shit, but she gave off the presence. There it is. She gave off the presence of someone who was actually there, someone who felt whatever that woman was feeling living next door to Jeffrey. You could only imagine right we could only imagine in her imagination it it sold it to me you know there's a part there's a there's a lot of parts especially with niecy in there i mean acting her ass off showing her ass reminding us reminding us of the versatility of a black woman she is in there reminding us you know uh uh there's a part where she's talking to uh She's talking to, to I don't wanna I think I don't wanna get the nationality, but the the Asian the Asian families, Conrax, I believe it was his father, um, they were at a wedding and she was I- I explaining to him, you know, like you know, it's this shit is terrible and, and and like I'm I'm fucking brutal I'm brutally chopping this up. But it's it's terrible and, and you know Uh, I guess the only thing that we could do is pretend like it's not affecting us until we forget that we're not pretending anymore. And that struck a very, very close nerve to me because a lot of people really just thought that I was walking around mad. I'm walking around with the look on my face for the simple fact that for a long time I didn't have a lot of reasons to be happy. They still haven't found my mother. You know, the emotions that she brought out of me definitely, and I ain't nobody, I ain't shit, but it was definite. it resonated with me. Maybe I should just say it like that. It definitely resonated with me about someone who was involved in a situation to where she was powerless, but yet still she rose to the occasion And she cared about the other people who were involved in that same situation and tried to build community, tried to tried to help heal. We don't see that. We see people just monetizing hurt right now. And I push back against it every single time that I see it. But this right here, this Dahmer thing, it's a good thing for the families. It's a very, very good thing. For the families. I think all of those families should be paid out so we can set a standard on how it is that they choose to to abuse the legacy of our loved ones who are involved in these murders, in these acts. I mean, what is going to be next? Are they going to start just making movies about how young rappers are getting killed? and we're just going to accept that? Are, we going to be, are they going to just start making movies about how white women or how black women were raped, and we're just going to be accepted by it? I mean, enough is enough. And if this is what you choose to do, and there is a horror genre that doesn't see anything wrong with this because they grew up with so much violence in front of them, this right here is what you watch when you eat dinner with your family. So as our society change, changes, And us old heads get older, let us start cementing some things that that, that can definitely not only affect the people in the present, but at least safeguard some of the people in the future. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's Friday, though. You know, just, I mean, (laughs) be careful out there, huh? Especially if you're in the Sacramento Valley. Be fucking careful. There's a lot of shit going on out in the streets. But when is there not a lot of shit going on out in the streets? If you're not in the Sacramento or California area, just be safe. It's, it's, it's a terrible time where you got to live with your head on a swivel. Because um, if you have something nice right now, uh, somebody might want to take it. And somebody might want to kill you for it. And unfortunately, you know, it's, it's a sad situation, um, and I don't want this to be a, a, a fucked-up Friday podcast, but it is definitely an informative one for you, I hope. An informative one for you, I hope. It was reported a day ago, maybe a day and a half ago, and I just didn't say anything because I had to do a tribute to Coolio. Yeah, uh, I hate rest up, rest easy, and all that shit, man. I appreciate, I appreciate your contribution, Coolio. I can't say it enough. But like I was saying, um, damn, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it's a terrible thing that, that I know I was saying it was a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing that, you know, uh, uh, all of this shit is going on and I can't remember what the fuck it was that I was talking about real quick. Cause I cracked the joke, you know, and that happens cause I'm an idiot. Grandson, my guy. Papa. What is going on in this motherfucker? Does that. Hey, hey, it's, it's Friday, man. It's Friday. I mean, you know what I want to do tonight? I really, what I really want to do tonight is I want to go. Debbie. Okay, I won't, even, I won't even start. Shit, I didn't even get to start. You told me to stop it. I mean, fuck. Okay. Is it time already, dude? It's, it's 30, we're only 35 minutes in, man. It's Friday. We got to give them something to listen to, something to talk about. Something. But yeah, uh uh damn, it slipped my mind just again. I thought I had it and it slipped my mind again. But yeah, I was talking about the Jeremy Darn shit. And then uh I don't know. I don't know. All I know is this man. Just 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 be safe out there. You know, if you're living in the Sacramento Valley, if you're living anywhere, just be sa- yeah, people yeah, people will take I got it. I apologize for the minute. Uh people will take your things from you. If they're nice, just because they feel like they can. There's laws that almost enforce that you can walk into stores and take whatever the fuck it is that you want, as long as it's not $900 worth. I wonder what the fuck that's going to do to the economy. But I digress. I digress. (laughs) It's a sad thing, you know, uh, um, with all of this hurt going on that I have to report that, in the they want to say in in the passing passing usually happens when you die of natural causes or 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 like a heart attack a stroke (coughs) or something like that but when someone guns you down i i kind of i kind of slot that as a murder that's a murder so in the murder of p and b rock I sadly have to say this for historical purposes, only that they arrested a father and a son for killing that young man. And if you are the type of dad who encourages your children to do these kind of things, they got a special fucking place in hell for you. A special place in hell for you. And and I don't know all the dynamics and all the specifics and all of that stuff. And my my heart goes out to that young man's family and also that young lady that was with him. We do not know all of the circumstances, so I will not presume that she had anything to do with this unless instructed in, 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 in giving the proof otherwise. It has to be something completely horrific to see somebody that you— were are sleeping with the night before, eating with 20 minutes earlier, gunned down, gunned down in front of you in real time. It has to be a traumatic experience that is definitely going to take her years to heal from. I just hope that she does find a supportive circle and someone who will definitely be understanding of what type of mental roller coaster ride it is that she will be going through in, in, in the upcoming months, in the upcoming years, because people like to say that, you know, I'm healing. But the fact of the matter is I'm 42 years old. My mama disappeared when I was six. I still miss my mom. I still love my mom. And for anything in the world, I, I would give just, just to hear my mom. So when things are taken away from you, especially in this manner, you know, it it leaves so many questionable areas in our hearts and in our minds. And instead of us saying, I understand, I think sometimes the best thing for us to do is just put a button on it, as my dad says a lot, put a button on it and just listen. You know, I I don't have much for you guys except, you know, this mind state, this, 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 uh, replay of it's okay for us to hurt one another. It's okay for us to profitize off of each other's pain. It's all a trap, man. It's a fucking trap, complete fucking trap. I do hate the simple fact that life is so short because I'm so curious What it will look like on the other end when people actually do understand that we need each other a whole lot more than we actually would like to admit or actually would like to even think about. But until people can come to that understanding and and, and that agreement, it, it just seems like, you know, all I hear is the same old, same old shit, you know, it's... I'm stuck in the trap 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 This truck. is a Justice and the truck, Peace truck, Podcast production baby. I do appreciate you for listening to my stupid ass I'm stuck in the but it's time to lead I'm it on in, in Let's go Don't you come back. You gotta don't go. you guys. back? You gotta go, ladies. You gotta go. Humanoids. Don't you come back? And hey, don't you bring your motherfucking you ass back, back. back to me. Uh-uh. Not without no money. Don't you come back? Don't you come back? Baby. That's right. Don't let the door hit you with a good Lord's split Don't you come back? Don't you come back? Once again, my name is Justice. This is the Justice and the Peace podcast. All takes are done within one shot. No editing. All the production, all that shit you hear in the background that's coming in and out. That's me. I produce the show on my own. By myself, hopefully not for myself. I hope not. Please like, rate, share, subscribe. I don't know, man. Don't be a pretend friend. Shit. you still gotta get the fuck don't out of here, all right? Back. All right? I hate for you to go, don't you come back. but I love to watch don't you, you leave. Back. I love to watch you leave, baby. Don't you come back. Like I said, don't you know, you back, most of you motherfuckers don't like, most of you motherfuckers don't rate, you don't subscribe. Don't you so why am don't I even trying back. to get you to do something that you want? Guitar motherfucker man and I cannot stress this enough do whatever it is that you need to do to get through as long as you not hurt nobody in the process you good with me man you good with me got to go. You you got to out of here, babe. Papa. Grandson. What's up, my guy? Don't you come I can't you hear you. Uh, I can't hear you. What'd you say? Go say. Oh. All right. Don't you come I don't understand why I got to go inside you, you take your ass in the side. Hey, hey. on the inside. You the kid. Don't okay. All right, man. This is the justice back. and the peace. Thank you for listening, all right? All right, you know? What else do I got for you? Nothing. Fuck you. Have a safe Friday, peoples, my Weebles, my Rillies, my Sahabs. Everybody, be safe out there, all right? Peace. Friday.